Good morning, I'm Jake Sherman, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Friday, January 6th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, what is going on in the House of Representatives? Number two, what McCarthy thought about the speakership in October? And number three, the White House pushes Garcetti. Let's get into the mix. First, before we talk about the speakership, let's acknowledge the fact that it's the second anniversary of the January 6th insurrection. Joe Biden will award the Presidential Citizens Medal to several figures who resisted Donald Trump's efforts to overthrow the election, including Capitol Police officers Eugene Goodman, Harry Dunn, Aquilino Gonell, and Caroline Edwards. We don't need uh, you don't need us to tell you this, but um, the the insurrection still echoes in the Capitol. It still reverberates in the Capitol and around Washington. The mix of kind of McCarthy trying to get the speakership and the anniversary of the attack uh, is a lot. It's a it's a, just a very kind of um, interesting day, emotional day for some. Let's talk about McCarthy and where he is. Um, the bid for the speakership is quite fluid. Let's put it that way. Um, as House Republicans enter the fourth day of this massive intra-party struggle, um, it's like everything changes at a moment's notice. One moment um, they're going to vote. The next moment they're going to adjourn. They're ready to start another round of voting. They're huddling in McCarthy's office. They're going to Emmer's office. They're going to dining rooms. I mean, it's just... It's a lot to keep up with, and uh, everyone is absolutely exhausted, which is probably good for McCarthy <laughs> to the extent that he'll ever get the speakership. He's going to only get the speakership under distress <laughs> and under under pressure. Um, a couple dynamics to consider. I mean, today's critical for McCarthy. Every damn day is critical for him um, because uh, there he doesn't. Ha- he's got to move. Um, and let me just tell you why. Number one. He has a deal with a big block of the conservative um, opponents, no doubt about that. He has a he has an agreement. It is um, it is on paper. People have started to review it, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and there was, as of late last night, before we went to bed, uh, all of us at Punchbowl News, there was supposed to be a call noticed. Uh, for this morning. Um, I've not seen that notice and sources tell me they've not seen that notice. Um, So I don't know if they're going to have this call to review all of the um, uh, review, the outlines of the deal. Um, But McCarthy is not going to say, according to, to, you know, him, uh, we talked to him late last night. He's not going to send people home. Um, for the weekend until they wrap this up. He wants to grind it out. Um, He feels like he's not seen any drop in his support. That is critical. As we noted yesterday, that was their goal for yesterday. Um, The core of his argument is who else could get to 218. I don't, I mean, probably other people, but he's not letting anyone else do it because he thinks he's the man. Um, The basic reality is if he lets them go home for the weekend, this deal will get picked apart. It will get eaten by conservative media uh, and people will start getting wobbly. And by the way, moderates might start getting wobbly, too, because they've given up a lot. I mean, McCarthy has given up a lot of power uh, and people are starting to get frustrated, um, both on the right and uh, among the moderates. 
So they're really trying to continue to drive a wedge between two groups. One group is Chip Roy, Byron Donalds, and Scott Perry. And the other group is Matt Gates, Lauren Boebert, and the rest of the Never McCarthy crew. I'm not sure who else is in the Never McCarthy crew. It's not many people beyond Gates and Boebert. Um, this will be a, um, you know, the backers, for the backers who negotiated this deal, Patrick McHenry, French Hill, Bruce Westerman, Garrett Graves, Jim Jordan, Guy Reschenthaler, and Tom Emmer. This is a big test, especially for em, uh, Emmer and Reschenthaler. Uh, they are the whips. They It is their job to put votes together. Um, so if they are able to get the votes, basically what has to happen is Roy needs to bring six to ten people with him, and then they got to pick up the rest kind of um, uh, – they got to pick up the rest together, uh, <laughs> you know, Um It'll be interesting to see today whether they're at full attendance, whether the house is at full attendance, because I can imagine some people had some stuff planned for today and they don't want to um, they don't want to uh, stay in town for this madness. Like, for example, not great for McCarthy because he was supporting McCarthy, but Ken Buck of Colorado had to go home for a doctor's appointment. There are some other folks that have stuff that will force them home. So. We'll see whether they can get there this weekend. Uh, you know, I we will be there, but it's gonna be it's gonna be messy. Number two story of the day. I thought it would be interesting to rehash kind of what McCarthy was saying about the speakership in October. When I traveled with him across the Northwest, he said, I think I could win with any seat majority. Even if I'm up for speaker, that means we've won seats. I've been leader two cycles, never lost seats. I've only won. Obviously, he thought the speakership would be a little bit easier to attain than it uh, than it has been. Um, so here's something interesting. I don't think... Um, that McCarthy fully appreciated the depths to which people were unhappy with some elements of his leadership. But I do think that um, part of this has been a snowball effect. You know, it's been it's become, you know, once one person opposes something, a lot of other people uh, uh, start opposing it and they all spin themselves up and it's up to the leadership to kind of back them off of that. So that will be what today is about, backing them off. Number three story of the day, uh, Eric Garcetti is still being pushed by the White House to be ambassador to India. I can't tell you how skeptical the people in the rank and file of the Senate are about this, but Garcetti has been lobbying. I actually believe he's, they've even hired a lobbyist for Garcetti um, to serve for ambassador to India. He's going to have to go through another confirmation hearing um, to be ambassador to India, according to Senate sources. And Chuck Schumer is going to have to devote precious floor time to getting Garcetti across the finish line. Um, he's not going to be able to get get on the floor as part of a unanimous consent agreement. So uh, the White House is putting a lot of chips in this basket for the former mayor uh, of the great city of Los Angeles. Uh, we'll see if that works out. We'll see if Chuck Schumer gives him the floor time that he needs. That's a great piece from Andrew DiCiderio uh, in this morning's edition. And with that, no talk about food today. But please leave us a rating and review. You can subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.